Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Yes, are you ready for Christmas, dear listener? Are you excited about the Christmas season, the holiday season? It's always such a joyous time of the year, something to look forward to, something to be busy with. Well, maybe not for all people. I know for many it's a dark season as the days get shorter and darkness is there and they miss their loved ones who are maybe somewhere fighting a war or on some other job or maybe they are gone already into eternity and so they maybe miss them in an extra way during this season but all else we can say that the world gets all excited about Christmas and for many months there is already preparation going on and it's good to prepare for things are you prepared for the Christmas season are you already thinking what gifts you're gonna give or what kind of meal maybe you're gonna cook when the family comes together These are all kinds of things that people think of when they get ready for the Christmas season. But you know, I'm so thankful that I know that God also prepared for that first wonderful Christmas when baby Jesus was born. That just didn't happen by chance or by luck or because, well, let's do it, you know. Seems like a good season, seems like a good day today. It was prepared, and God had well prepared to bring his Son into the world. And aren't we thankful that he sent his Son into the world? I'm so excited. And let us not get so overwhelmed by all the preparations for the gifts, the meal, and the celebrations, and that we forget to spend time with our Savior and Lord, the one whom it's all about. It's all about Christ. Christmas, Christmas, it's all about Christ. And so many times, even as children of God, we can be so busy with the things of Christmas and all the things surrounding it that we forget to spend time with Him and to celebrate Him and to spend time in fellowship, in prayer, in communion with our wonderful Lord and Savior, who came to this world. Now, if it was in December or not, I know some people can get so upset that he was not born in December. But for me, I look at it in a different way. There must be a time to celebrate it. And uh, they have chosen this month of December and I will celebrate it. And I will make use of this. As many places put up the lights, I mean, whole buildings are being put in lights and so many other Things are organized. I make use of this time when hearts are more open than other times to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I preach Jesus. Hallelujah. But I don't want us to become overwhelmed. And we need to be watchful that our Christmas is all about him, about Christ. Because for us, and just think of this, if there was no Christmas, if there was no coming of Christ, there would also be no Passover and Easter celebration. So I'm excited about the coming of the Lord. And, you know, I remember when my children were born, I have three sons. Well, that was a joyous time. It was a painful time for my wife. And I respect her so much for how she went through that labor. But it was a joyous time when my son was born and I was shouting in the hospital 
room. It's a boy. It's a boy. It's a boy. I mean, they heard me all through that hospital shouting. I was so excited and I was so happy that that child of mine was born, my son, my own dear son. And, you know, we had prepared for that. We had prepared the room. We had prepared the manger for him. And we had prepared so many things. And then after he was born, of course, we made the cards to tell all our friends and family. Well, at that time, you didn't have the internet and you didn't have WhatsApp and all those other means to communicate. So we sent out the cards. And uh, I remember that we had to get that printed. And I wanted to get that out as fast as possible to let everybody know he is born. But, you know, in the Bible, when you go to the book of Luke, you will find that there were specific people mentioned there that all were expecting this great coming of the Lord and that God had prepared through the Holy Spirit to expect him. And also, when the child was born, it was that group of shepherds that were attending their flock in the field that were a witness of the greatest announcement that the world had ever heard by that angel. And afterwards, the whole sky filled with an angelic host, and they were singing how the Savior was born in Bethlehem. And I mean, there's wonderful things surrounding the Christmas story that it's good to think back of those things. And today I would like to focus on Mary. And let's just read a few verses. I think that would be wise in Luke chapter 1, verse 26, all the way up to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. And the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. And then the angel left her. Oh, can you imagine this? I mean, the angel of the Lord, and not just any angel. It was Gabriel who stands in the presence of God, who came down with this wonderful news. I mean, what kind of a word came to Mary? This was an amazing word to this young girl. I mean, she was a young girl, and she was going to get married. And uh, 
she was engaged, we would say, and she was a virgin girl. And suddenly, I mean, they were expecting the Savior. Oh, for 400 years already they were waiting since the last words of the prophet Malachi, they were waiting for the coming of the Lord. But then suddenly, I mean, so many times we can be waiting for something, and then when it comes, it kind of catches us of God because we are not, we are expecting it in one way, but we didn't expect it to come right then and there. And here, suddenly, I would say unexpected, even though she was expecting the Savior, it came unexpected that the angel of the Lord was there in her room and that the Messiah would be born through her. I mean, this was the appointed time of the Lord. You know, my friend, there are these promises in the Bible, and many of these promises, it be for deliverance, it be for salvation of friends or family, maybe healing for your body or healing for your heart, or maybe the birth of a child if you're unfruitful, and you have these promises that the Lord said, I will do it. I am your God, your healer. I am your savior, your deliverer. I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. And in one way, we are expecting it. But it's a whole nother thing if suddenly the Lord is there with that answer, is there with that promise. And here he had chosen this young girl that through her, she would be the vessel to carry the life of the Savior within her. Oh, I think those are marvelous words because, you know, also you and me are chosen to carry the life of the Savior within us. Can we imagine this? I mean, it becomes so normal in one way for us who have maybe been going to church for so long and we know we are believers. We've heard those scriptures that say we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and that Christ lives within us. And it becomes in one way normal. And in one way, yes, it is normal for us as children of God that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. On the other hand, how normal is it? It is extraordinary. It is something something in our whole lifetime. We could not contemplate that, that we are a vessel, a carrier of the glory of the Lord, and that the Savior is not only born in human form in Bethlehem so many years ago, but that he is born in our hearts, not just as a thought or as a memory or something in our mind, but he is actually dwelling within us through the Holy Spirit. I tell you, that is something that should amaze us and make us thankful every day. And here we see Mary's response. She did not respond with her mind or from her mind, but she responded from her heart. She knew this was not the time to reason, but this was the time to believe. And dear friend, as we are approaching this Christmas season, I would like so much for you to stand still and not with your mind to reason, to try to understand it with your mind, but from your heart to believe that he, the Savior, has come for you as he came for me, and he is dwelling in you now as you are a child of God. And If you are not a child of God yet, you're listening to this broadcast, well, at the end, we're going to pray, and you also can receive the Savior in your heart. This is the time. This is the day. This is the moment. Hallelujah. But she responded with her heart. Her mind maybe had so many thoughts. How will this be? How can this happen? 
but she did not let those thoughts bring her in unbelief. As she asked the angel, how will this be? It was not a question of unbelief, but it was more an, a response of what must I do? What do you want me to do? Because we see that she embraced it with her heart and she received it. This is an amazing moment and this is a, a, a response that so naturally came out of her mind, out of her heart, out of her spirit as she was living with the Lord. I mean, it was not something that came out of reasoning, but it came naturally out of her heart because she had a heart of faith to believe in simplicity. We must believe in simplicity. The Bible says, if you want to inherit the kingdom of God, you must have faith like a child. You must have that childlike faith that you don't start to reason, but this is impossible and how can this be and all this, but that you say with your heart, Lord, I receive this. And this is how Mary received it. She received those words that the Lord had sent through the angel and she cherished them and she kept them in her heart and she welcomed him. She said, I am your vessel and you can do with me all that you want, all that you have promised. Oh, this is the response, my dear friend, that we learn from this Christmas season to give our Lord even today. Lord, I am your vessel. Lord, I receive your word. I receive your promises. And Lord, you can do with me as you please. And I want to be believing and not fight against you or fight against your word with all kinds of reasoning. But in my heart, even though I don't understand it, even though I don't know how it will go and how it will be, or even what kind of a problems this puts on my plate, because it was not easy for Mary I tell you, she could have said to the angel, wait, 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 wait. Uh, let's wait a few months. Let's wait a year. This is not the opportune time for me. Let's wait till I'm married to Joseph. And then I don't have to go through this whole ordeal with Joseph or that other people think that I have this child out of wedlock and that I get set out of the community because they will all look and frown upon me because of this, what has happened to me. And how can I explain that this is the promised child, the Messiah, the, the, the promised Savior? Let, let's wait a few months because it will be more convenient, because it will be more fitting in my agenda, because it will be more easy. It won't bring me so much shame or problems. But, you know, she did not respond like that. She didn't think of all the consequences, but she said, yes, Lord, it be unto me as you have promised. And Lord, you do with me as you want, because I believe if you do that, and if I give you that room in my life, you will make all things work out for the good. And my dear friend, you'll be surprised how many people will not respond in this way when the Lord suddenly come. I mean, they are expecting something. They are praying for yeah, some breakthrough. They are praying to be used. They are praying for the Lord to use them. As a vessel, so many times in church, they come to the altar and say, Lord, use me. Lord, I know that you called me. Lord, I know you have something for me. But then suddenly when the Lord is there and says, yes, I've heard your prayer and I see your heart and I'm here and now I have this assignment for you. Then suddenly we say, but Lord, it's not convenient. But Lord, this, Lord, that, Lord, how can it be? It's impossible. Lord, this will bring so many difficulties upon me. But you know, this is not how we should respond. Learn from Mary. Mary, she had praise upon her lips. Mary, 
she was ready to embrace the plan and the will of God with a heart that was filled with his peace. You know, when it overwhelms you, and I can surely understand when the Lord comes with his assignment, that it can overwhelm you. But don't allow that feeling and that rush to be so overwhelmed by what the Lord has assigned you that you become disobedient to him. Don't allow that feeling to make you disobedient, but be obedient and just let, say for a moment, stand still and say, Lord, it's, it's kind of overwhelming, but Lord, flow with your peace through my mind and my heart that I may embrace your will and that I will be obedient and that I will do as you command me to do. You know, Mary, she had a heart that was filled with his peace because she trusted the Lord and she embraced his will and she had praise upon her lips and joy flooded her soul. And this is what will happen to you and to me when we respond in faith to his presence and to his promises. And that we will, in the same way as Mary, say, Lord, here I am. Do with me as you please. You know, what we learn from Mary is she had a listening heart and she had a yielding heart. What we learn from her is she had a welcoming heart. So she yielded to the Lord after she heard the voice of the Lord and she welcomed that what the Lord wanted to give to her and do through her. It was a heart that had heard the promise of the Lord and a heart that was full of faith, that believed and was reassured by the words of the angel that said, with God, nothing is impossible. And my dear friend, this is a wonderful thing we can learn in this Christmas season from Mary, a great example for us. I know you want to be used by the Lord. I know that you love the Lord, but when he comes and he makes known what his assignment is for you, what his promise is, and what he wants to deposit into your life and through your life, bless the world with, then you must have a, a heart that listens, a heart that responds with openness and welcomes that promise and that word, and that yields and surrenders to his will. And then, with thanksgiving upon your lips, you say, it be unto me as you have promised, Lord. And Lord, you will do it and you will make all things well. Isn't it the Lord who said twice, you are highly favored, Mary. Oh, my friend, you are highly favored when the Lord chooses you. And so keep giving yourself to the Lord at the altar. When you are at church in those worship services, but also at home when you're praying in the night while your partner is asleep or while the children or your parents are asleep. Say, Lord, I surrender to you. I want to have a willing heart, a yielding heart, a believing heart. Lord, my mind maybe cannot understand it. And maybe I don't know what it all brings to me, but Lord, I receive it. And Lord, you will give me the strength. You will give me the wisdom. You will give me whatever is necessary to fulfill whatever you called me to do. Lord, I want to be like Mary. I want to, Lord, fulfill that, what you asked me to do. And let me say a prayer. Oh, Lord, I'm so thankful for all those children of you around the world who have such a heart as Mary, who are expecting you. But, Lord, when you show up, it can be some fear. It can be a little overwhelming. When you say what you want to do in our life, it can 
Yes, Lord, be overwhelming because, Lord, it's always greater than what we are able to do through our own strength and ability. But, Lord, we want to have a yielding heart and spirit, and we believe that you are more than able to do whatever you promised, Lord, and you will fulfill it, Lord. And we are just a vessel, an instrument in your hands. Lord, if there's somebody listening today who has not accepted you, Jesus Christ, as their Savior and Lord, who never asked you for forgiveness, Lord, and and start walking in your grace and in in that new life that you want to give to them, I Lord, I pray for them right now as they open their heart for Jesus Christ, the Savior of all mankind. Lord, come into their life and cleanse them of all sins, Lord. And Lord, that their name may be written in the book of life today. I thank you, Lord, and I give you praise for that greatest miracle of all, that is when Christ is born into our hearts and we are born into the kingdom of the beloved Son. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful, awesome miracle that you are doing right now. And Lord, we will hold on to you because you are holding on to us. Thank you, and we give you all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 